Hello, Trash Future listeners. Please enjoy this preview of this month's second Britonology, in which Milo and I watch a British knockoff of Harold and Kumar, which sucks, but also features Dave Courtney. It's available in the $10 tier, and there's a link in the show notes. There's also a link to our London Finance Geezers episode featuring Milo's brother Matt, which has been unlocked to the $5 tier, and there's also a link to the Princess Diana episode, which is now available on the free feed. Let's slop up this Britonology content. Hope you enjoy, and thank you for listening. This film mm. is an attempt to do a low-budget British Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. It fails in every capacity. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Because it's I so watched bad. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle in the theaters, and while it's a stupid movie, it's a very funny movie. It's a very well-done movie. And it's a movie where, like... The See, actors- when you say in the theaters, I understand what you mean by that, but I can't help but imagine you going and watching Harold and Kumar, the stage production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I watched it in the cinema, as British people always say. Yeah, uh, I was at the old Vic, and I saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle yeah, with uh, has- Simon Russell Beale, actually. There's actually a really funny... Have you seen Harold and Kumar? I, I've definitely seen one of them. I can't, it might have been Go to White Castle or it might have been the, the Get the Munchies. Is that the There's other one? There's the one where they go to Guantanamo Bay. I've only seen the first one. I don't know how many more yeah. there are. But uh, yeah, it's a funny movie. I mean, gra- granted, mm. uh, it's got some, some decently big name actors in it. And Christopher Maloney of, of Law & Order SVU fame is in it and completely steals the movie because he plays this insane kind of like country gremlin guy with horrible boils whose wife is really hot. And basically he like comes out of the woods when they have a flat tire to help them fix their car mm. and you think he's he's, he's going to like murder them but instead he's like you all want to go home fuck my wife like it comes out of nowhere and, it, <laughs> and, and if you recognize Christopher Maloney it's so wild seeing him in that role so yeah i have a i have a fond fondness i have a soft spot for Harold and Kumar go to white castle this film is an attempt to do that on a shoestring budget with uh Dave Courtney and some actors who are in eastenders and it just when i say this is a painful film to watch Listeners, I would not lie to you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. This is this is really, there are some really cringe moments, particularly when they try and be sincere at the end. Like, oh boy, that really got me. The music tries so hard. I was like, yeah, it made me, it made me want to just like pull my hair out. I, I was taken aback by, there are a couple of people who are having fun in the movie, who are clearly just having a good time and know it's bullshit and are still having a good time. Oh, absolutely. And they are... Uh, I don't necessarily know Dave Courtney. You could say that because Dave Courtney is just playing himself. So in a way, like he's a serious actor yeah. in this. But the guy who plays Dave their, Courtney is having an awesome time, though. Their landlord is clearly having oh, a fucking yeah. Who's played by uh, Radio One DJ Richard Blackwood? Their Nigerian landlord, who's like a landlord crime <laughs> boss, has a Jamaican accent. You're kidding. <laughs> Yeah, well, I but mean, they call I would him the call... Nigerians, right? Like no, that's... they're supposed to. I mean, he's definitely wearing West African dress, and his two henchmen definitely sound West African. But Richard Blackwood himself, to me, sounds like he's doing a Jamaican accent, which I think Richard Blackwood, based on his surname, is probably British Caribbean rather than British West African. But I can check. That. Yeah, I, all I can say is that he's he just basically shows up and and threatens them with his goons on a regular basis and then calls them and threatens them with his goons again. And whenever he appears, like he's just having a good time and it's clearly doesn't give a shit that he's in a stupid movie. Um, but we should talk through the plot of this film because it's, it's not really all that complicated. It's about two losers who want to make money. Uh, and one of them is East Asian and one of them is South Asian and they basically mm. are morons and are stoners and they wind up in yeah. trouble trying to get money uh, doing stupid crimes. 
And then, of course, they manage to get away with it all at the end, but they get caught up in some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell from Richard Blackwood's Wikipedia page, but I, I, I would guess based on his surname that he, he is probably British, British Caribbean. But if, if someone knows better, please do correct us on that. Um, but so therefore, that would kind of make sense why he would end up doing like a Jamaican accent. But I, I did find that funny. I was I kept being like, isn't this guy supposed to be Nigerian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I, I just watched it. And there's a lot of things in this film where they just don't make sense. Dave Courtney's character yeah. has a henchman who is an enormously fat black guy in a top hat who has like a like an old tiny 18th it's big century. nasty. He's a fucking grime rapper. I didn't realize it was big nasty. Yeah. All I know is that he just mm. basically carries a like an 18th century pistol and is constantly <laughs> yeah. asking for permission to shoot people. What I love about low budget British movies is they can't even get like plausible fake guns. So just like everyone is like like carrying a flintlock and saying unhand thy currency. <laughs> It's not that far off the mark of like the like, fucking. If I cast you, catch you in West Gloucestershire, you'll catch the rifle. Or that, that's right, exactly. <laughs> like that bit where the police are raiding Dave Courtney's office, which is clearly in a big yellow self storage for some reason, and then like they're like the the cops are just they're they're not even wearing police uniforms; they're just wearing the police baseball caps, and they're running down the office, and one of them's carrying like a full length like grouse shooting shotgun. It's like I don't think. I don't think that's what British armed police carry. So basically, we, we'll, we'll go through the plot. It's basically, like I said, uh, these guys work at a call center um, mm. and they need to pay rent. They they have yeah. uh, they owe Very six, cheap rent, by the way. Very reasonable for a two bedroom. Yeah, they owe, they owe 600 pounds in rent and they have to come up with 600 pounds in two hours. And so a countdown mm. clock starts ticking. Two days. Yeah, you, you, I sorry, excuse me, 48 hours, two days. Yeah. Yeah. So basically... Oh yeah, they first of all so they get they get fired from their job at the call center for reasons which kind of escaped me at the time like I there was some sort of um uh impropriety has gone on. They're also like flirting with the other women they work at the call center with by asking them like how much money they would take to fuck the cleaner. Yeah, and, it's, it's and then clear. how much to do anal and then uh, and then one of the the uh Krish starts chanting lube over and over again. Yeah, I have oh. no idea. Like, I watched this and was just confused. But yeah, so basically, Chris and Lee work at a call center and are like mm. kind of weird with the women that work there. And mm. they, uh, if I remember correctly, they do something involving like weird sex stuff on CCTV and they try mm. to steal. Classic the, British way to get fired. They try to, to steal the CCTV server and destroy it. But instead, they steal the wrong one. So, of course, they wind up getting fired and the cops get called. Um, but then there's other stuff going on too because yeah. so they they get called in to see their boss uh who is supposed to be russian but is called roxana so oksana is a russian name roxana i think is maybe polish um or doesn't exist at all anyway but what what struck me about this scene i like they walk in to see their like russian boss and i'm like oh fuck no because the woman who plays their russian boss is my ex-girlfriend's aunt <laughs> You can never escape, Milo. <laughs> this is real fucking Britonology. It's just me being like, wait, isn't that? Um, so, yeah. yeah well, any, any Americans who watch, uh, who are listening to Britonology right now, please do mark off everyone in Britain knows each other on your bingo cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it, it's all played for like the hot boss and they're being weird about it mm. and stuff like that. Because like they're, they're stoners, but they're horny. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, in that in that way, it is quite Harold and Kumar. Um, so yeah, they go they go home, and then and that's when the Olu, their Nigerian landlord, played by Richard Blackwood, a man who I I would imagine does not need the money. He's like quite an established British celebrity, like DJ. You know, I like. Most of the other people who are in this movie, you understand why, but Richard Blackwood, <laughs> I'm kind of like, dude, just, I don't know, just get just get another job on the radio or something, man. You didn't need to do this. Something we should point out, too, is that this film loves to intersperse some stock footage and uh, so the same sequence involving starting their car over and over and over again, like the same, just mm. like not not a repeat of the footage in the sense of it being reshot in some way. No, just the same clips over and over again. Uh, and then like a <laughs> exactly. very, some very obvious stock footage of like London, some very obvious stock footage of New Scotland Yard, things like that. Mm. But did you notice that they had a, um, a Nissan Micra? I did, but it was the first time I'd seen a Nis- Nissan Micra that didn't, look, that didn't look cool to me. It just looked like shit. Yeah, it's I like an ancient one. I didn't realize the old ones looked like that much. That just looks like an old like Ford Fiesta like kind of deal. It, it, it wasn't mm. cool. The, the slightly rounder ones are cool. But yes, they have an, an enormous piece of shit car that has a huge pot leaf on the back of it um, and some mm. other sexy decals. They're always smoking weed. Um, it's, let's just say like there's a certain degree of, uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll get into it, but like there's a Irish traveler gang involving a guy who's wearing a oh, hat that Jesus. I can best describe as like, the kind of hat uh, like an Irish stereotype would have worn in a William Hogarth cartoon. Like it's just- a pork pie hat. Yeah, well, what's what's really odd about the whole thing with the travellers is that like they're not even correctly employing stereotypes of travellers. They're just doing stereotypes of the Irish. Irish. Yeah, like, I yeah, noticed like, that. They're not, none of them are really dressed in a way you would imagine a stereotypical traveller to be dressed. Like, no one's wearing, no one's wearing a fucking beater. Um, like, everyone's wearing hats for some reason. Like, I don't think I've ever seen an Irish traveller wearing a hat. Um, like, yeah, it's all just, and they're all talking in, like, kind of, like, Irish Republic accents. Whereas, like, a traveller accent is, like, a whole thing in and of itself. I don't know if you've seen Snatch, but uh, Brad... I have. I, I, sorry, I know you have. I mean, more like the listener in general. Like, the... um. Yeah, like the Brad Pitt character in Snatch does. I, I mean, I'm not going to say like a one for one traveler accent, but that kind of like almost incomprehensible degree of like fast talking, slightly Irish, but its own thing. That's kind of more more the deal. Whereas they're just doing like a blanket Irish accent. There's, it's very rare that you have a niche English or British Isles accent that Americans mm. are familiar with. But because Snatch was so popular, like basically everyone my age knows what you're talking about. 